Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. This is days 804 of our trek, and it is time for Meditation Monday. Taking time to relax, refocus, and reprioritize our lives is crucial in order to create a living legacy. For some, it may just be a time of quiet reflection. Some may utilize structured meditation practices. In my life, meditation includes reading and reflecting on God's Word and in prayer. It is a time to renew my mind, refocus on what is important, and making sure that I am nurturing my soul, mind, and body. As you come along with me on our Trek Each Meditation Monday, it is my hope and prayer that you too will experience a time of reflection and renewing of your mind. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. I have a question to ask you. Are you in prison? I don't mean a physical prison, but self-created shackles and bars. Anything that stifles you from reaching your God-given potential are bars that will imprison us. Today's meditation is taken from a book written by Max Lucado, and it is The Prison of Want. Come with me to the most populated prison in the world. The facility has more inmates than bunks, more prisoners than plates, more residents than resources. Come with me to the world's most oppressive prison. Just ask its inmates. They will tell you. They are overworked and underfed. Their walls are bare. Their bunks are hard. No prison is so populated. No prison is so oppressive. And what's more, no prison is so permanent. Most inmates never leave. They never escape. They never are released. They serve a life sentence in this overcrowded, under-provisioned facilities. The name of the prison? You'll see it over the entrance, rainbowed over the gate in four cast iron letters that spell out its name. W-A-N-T. The prison of want. You've seen her prisoners. They live in want. They want something. They want something bigger, nicer, faster, thinner. They want. They don't want much, mind you. They just want one more thing. One new job. One new car. One new house. One new spouse. They don't want much. They just want one. And they think when they have that one, they will be happy. And they are right. They will be happy. And when they have that one, they will leave prison. But then it happens. The new car smell passes. The new job gets old. The neighbors buy a larger television set. The new spouse has bad habits. The sizzle fizzles. And before you know it, the ex-con breaks parole and returns to jail. Are you in prison? You are if you feel better when you have more and worse when you have less. You are if joy is one delivery away, one transfer away, one award away, or one makeover away. If your happiness comes from something that you deposit, drink, drive, or digest, then face it. You are in prison, the prison of want. The Apostle Paul, in his first letter to his protege Timothy, explains it in this way in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6-10. through 10. Yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into this world, and we can't take anything with us when we leave it. So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people, craving money, have wandered from their true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. 
When we surrender to God, the cumbersome sack of discontentment, we don't just give up something, we gain something. God replaces it with a lightweight, tailor-made, sorrow-resistant attaché of gratitude. What will you gain with commitment? You may gain a marriage. You may gain precious hours with your children. You may gain your self-respect. You may gain joy. You may gain faith to say, as King David did in Psalms chapter 23, verse 1, The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. Try saying it again slowly. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. Again, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. And once more, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. Shh. Did you hear something? I think I did. I'm not sure, but I think it's the opening of the jail door. Next week, we will continue our trek on Meditation Monday as we take time to reflect on what is most important in creating our living legacy. On tomorrow's trek, we will explore another wisdom quote. This three-minute wisdom supplement will assist you on becoming healthier, wealthier, and wiser each day. And thank you for joining me on this trek that we call life. Encourage your friends and family to join us and to come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to any of the past 803 daily treks or read the daily journal, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. You can also subscribe to iTunes or Google Play so that each day's trek is downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, let to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to Keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.